the biggest sports stories of the week. So when I get my hair cut, they wax my ears, they wax my nose, okay, and they wax my eyebrows every time I get my hair cut. Okay. I literally have one eyebrow, and I've had people trip over my nose hairs. Okay. It's embarrassing yeah. when someone trips over your nose hair. Yeah, that's that's not, not cool. Unique and compelling analysis and opinions when it comes to your favorite teams. Then he, he said, I don't want to be a bum. He doesn't want to be playing and not be good anymore. And I I think that is a legitimate concern for him. And I think this for is for Rodgers. For the MVP yeah. of the NFL again this yeah, year? Right. Is he no, really no, 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 no. I think Aaron Rodgers should be in the uh, conversation as well for executive of the year. <laughs> Plus some fun with pop culture. That, that might be a- is the round, the quarterfinals. That's the metal no, round. No, Wait, can we, do we get Matt, get, call Matt Hamilton right now? Because we got to find out. This is Sunday Karma. Well, all I can tell you is I picked way better than you throughout this, Ben. So you got lucky that I have a life and I couldn't get my picks in a few times because I clearly picked way better than you. Now, live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio City. The whole, uh, you know, Harper is the co-host. She hasn't been here in a year. She doesn't deserve that uh, love. She should get bumped. Here's GKB founder and CEO, Craig Karmason. He is not here today, filling in, as Kyle stated off the air, I don't know if you stated on the air, the number one replacement for this show, right? That's, That's facts. It's not, yeah. it's not who can't do it, it's who we know That's right. is our number one replacement. That's you, because Homer. Because I'm the only one who told them, whoever them is, but like people with the big desks. For people who want a tip on business and life, just be, be, be nice to the people with the biggest desk. Um, I said, anytime he's not here, I'll do it. So all of a sudden, I went from being the last choice to, I don't know if I'm the first choice, but I got to be pretty close because it's a pain for the person in charge. I don't know if that's you, to find a replacement for Sunday, 10 to noon. It, 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 that is not me. I just show up, and whoever's here with me, we just rock and roll, Homer. Right. So I wouldn't want that. It's a pain. And and given he's Mo, and uh, Craig Carmson could do whatever he pleases. Right. One week I was here, and then he told me I didn't have to be here, and he just told me to leave. That is that is fact. He actually made you do the first segment, and yeah. then you left. Right. Which is what he can do. Am I complaining? No. Am I stating it as what it, what occurred? Yes. That's what happened. It's like they told me to show up. Yeah, they, there was a mistake. I'm here. I thought he was going to say, okay, I thought he was going to leave. But when he's here, he likes doing Sunday Karma. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he said, I thought that I thought he was sticking around for a half hour. Not me. <laughs> nope, that was no. not the case. Which, right, which is fine. Like, I'm going to be upset. But my point is, like, when you agree to fill in whenever they need somebody, and I don't think I've ever had to say no. You figure at some point I'll actually maybe be doing something on Sunday. Uh, but they, Because it can happen at any time. I've been called a month ahead of time, and I've been called two days ahead of time. Because that's uh, based on something might come up of more importance than a show. Anyway, uh, I'm not in studio. I'm at the AmFam tournament in Madison. Uh, which is the uh, one of the great parties in Madison for the year. The, the, uh, the, uh, they call it the Champions Tour. I used to call it the Senior Tour, but they get mad when you do that. Um, I don't know why. You, you can't play it unless you're 50. 
right? Okay, if they, no, you're banned. No one can play unless you're 50. So age is clearly the determining factor. Um, sorry, you can't play. You're too young. Right now, I think uh, Mark Wilson, who's part of the uh, the broadcast team, I think, from the golf he can't play. Why? Because he's not 50. Anyway, Champions Tour. And uh, it's just fantastic. The GMO existed for many years in Milwaukee. Uh, it never had, uh, maybe other than, let's say, when Greg Norman came with it, never had the same energy of this. People in Madison love this. It'll be packed today. And uh, that's just a fantastic event and great energy and Steve Stricker's behind it, and uh, he's the closest thing that exists in sports to Giannis. Um, incredibly talented and just an, an incredibly nice person. Just like, you know, it should be the Giannis Club. Who's in the Giannis Club? Um, Giannis, clearly. Steve Stricker. I don't even know who else is in it. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is not in the Giannis Club. Um, uh, one of the rules of the Giannis Club since I created it is you cannot have – uh, not talk to your family for seven years. Um, that that eliminates you. Doesn't even have to be seven years. I would say if you have not talked to any member of your family in more than a month, you're eliminated on that basis alone from the Giannis Club. You got anybody else in the Giannis Club? Giannis, Steve Stricker. Uh, who else? Oh, I, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, no, that is that's very difficult. I got to think right. about that. You have to be just. Incredibly talented and incredibly nice. Those are the two standards. So if somebody else has one they wish to add, Bart Starr, of course, would have been in um, the Giannis Club. Um, but uh, he's passed away. So I think you need to be alive to be in the Giannis Club so that people can, once you're in the club, people can then follow you and appreciate it. Donald Driver. Donald Driver. Okay. Excellent choice. I mean, he's a great um, Packer. Yeah. No, you got you got to be... Great, great player and great person, and I would say I would say Donald Driver is a great choice. The name that someone brings up first is impressive, also, and how quickly you do it. I, on the other hand, right now, am struggling beyond Giannis and Steve Stricker because it, the standard is so incredibly high um, that it's difficult to think of another one right off the bat. Um, if I lowered my standard a little bit. So the fact that you came up with Donald Driver that quickly is a pretty good indication that he belongs in the Giannis Club. Yeah, I think he, I think he should be there, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can't, you can't be a utility infielder. You, a pun, for example, a punter can never get in the Giannis Club. It's not a chance. Yeah, no. So Mason Crosby either. He can't no, get in the Giannis Club. No, no, no. Uh, now, Mason Crosby could be on the edge because a place kicker is important. He, I mean, making field goals is huge. He is. I, I, I see what so. you're saying, but I, I can't. I mean, nah. the thing with Donald Driver, Donald Driver tells you to put your seatbelt on. Come on now. That's, nah. I mean, it can't well, get much no, better than I that. I think that Mason Crosby might be in there as a great, nice person, but I don't think he can make it as a player. Uh, you know, it's a great player and great person. I'm not sure a place kicker can make it under the great player thing. That's that's. Uh, I understand, and I'm a big fan of place kickers. I make fun of punters because punters are insignificant. We learned last year the most important thing a punter does now is hold the ball for the place kicker. Like no one even knew how because it, all the all the holes. There used to be quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm gonna say, is it not backup quarterbacks anymore? No, no they use punters because. Because punters have nothing to do at practice. 
So they had all these punters hanging around doing nothing. And so you would take the quarterback, the backup quarterback had to spend time, you know, catching the snaps for the, for the, the, as the place kicker was practicing field goals. And then somebody said, this is stupid. Anybody could do this. Just catch, put it down. So they changed and, and they had punters doing it because the punters spend time with the place kickers pretty much doing nothing. Have you ever been, have you seen at practice what they do? Because when I went to college and we had specific guys who were kickers, all they yeah. did was kick. They had the easiest lay. I was, I envied them. I envied yeah. them. While I'm sitting here doing right. drills and sweating, they're right. dropping balls and well, having no, fun. They're, they're, I've said this before. People, they're, they're not football players. They're on a football team, but they're not football players. They're specialists. I mean, that's what they are. I, I, I'll agree with you on that one, Homer. Yeah. Now, does that mean they aren't important? Of course, they're they're important. A place kicker in 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 I don't know about in different colleges the importance of place kicker, but the place kicker in the pros is huge, huge. Ask Phil. They have to ask the Buffalo Bills, Scott Norwood. But they're not football players. I mean, to foot to be a football player, you have to like block or tackle. Now. Every so often, they do. There, there is a. Well, wait place. a minute. Yeah, you're 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 kind of going against your own uh, story here now. What? Well, what? you said they have to block or tackle. Kickers have to. If you are a, a kickoff specialist, right? You will have gotten into the you know the the the, the rough of things before because a lot of kickers make tackles. Well, well, hold on, hold on. But, or but we attempt. understand. Hold on, we understand. Yes, right. At at some point, they may be part of a football play. But they're not expected to tackle. In fact, generally, they avoid tackling. There are some exceptions, but not many. The last thing you want to do, what happens? Here's a great example. What happens when the kick returner is left with only the tackler back or only the kicker back? What do you assume? Most of the times, they get juked or deked out, and the kick returner keeps keeps going. But sometimes, they trip them up. Well, again, again, sometimes, and my point is, the way you view that incident tells me that you don't think of a kicker as a, as a football player. If a normal football player did what normally happens, you'd say that's pathetic. With a kicker, you're elated if they just make the play, right? That is true. Yeah, so if you have a football player on the field in which you assume failure every time and are happy when it isn't failure once, I'm sorry, that guy's on a football field, but he's not a football player. He's asked to do a football act, and when he is, it's rare, and it's not what you want. The last thing anyone, any coach wants is the tackle dependent on the kicker. Now, punters, there are examples of punters being better athletes, and in fact, there have been some punters and some kickers like in college that, that may have played a position then they would be the exception. But in general, a, f- a kicker and a punter is not a football player, and that is known and accepted and based on what expectations are for what they do other than kicking. Yeah, no, they, they have and no expectations. And what you generally tell a kicker is, if they're a really good kicker, is get the hell off the field. The last thing I want to have you do is get hurt making a tackle. What are you, crazy? What do you it's, think you're It's a always a disaster. Yeah, get no. the hell off. Yeah, do I want Mason Crosby trying to make tackles? No. No. I mean, you convinced me, Homer. They're, they're not football players. I'll, right. I'll make sure next time right. I see Mason Crosby and he says, I'm an NFL We've football player, I will no. let him know that, you know, no, no, no. you are a specialist He's that plays in the NFL. He's on a football team and is a very important – is a head coach a football player? No. 
Is a head coach very important to the success of the team? Yes. Maybe the most important. But I don't have to lie and make up something. Is the head coach a dentist? No. Might one be a dentist? Yes. Might a kicker actually make a play? Um, For example, Todd Gregory, who held the record, and he may still hold some records for for place kickers at the University of Wisconsin. Like, I saw him first in high school. He was a linebacker. He was a good linebacker, say whatever. I was... (laughs) I was shocked. Isn't it the guy? The guy just kicked the extra point, and in high school, he kicked it like 30 yards out of the building. You know, like like an extra point. You know, you have the field, then you have a fence kind of behind the goalpost. Mm-hmm. This guy kicked it 50, 30 yards back. I go, like, oh my gosh, isn't that guy the linebacker? Yeah, that's Todd Gregory. He's also the kicker. Whoa. So, again, there are exceptions. Now, um, we've got to discuss in where, where, whether the kicker is an athlete and, like, Mason Crosby's clearly a pretty good athlete. I mean, I think he played soccer if you if you did other things. But I mean, the emphasis also, this is it's just so obvious. Like, where are all the kickers? What are they? They're soccer players. Oh, funny. Oh, I thought they were football players. No. Don't want them to be a football player. I want them to be a good kicker. Where do I find the best kickers? Soccer. All right. Let's bring soccer players into the field. Now, you wouldn't know this, but there was a time when the kickers were, on, were football players on the team. Paul Horning in his example before that. They didn't. And then somebody wisely, with his name was Gogolak, I think, in the 60s, the Giants, they brought in a, a, a soccer player to be the kicker. And they were better. Did anybody say, excuse me, but we don't want soccer players uh, on the team? They're not football players? You should have to be on the team as a player. And the players that we have on the team that are the best punters and place kickers, those will be our kickers. Oh, no. What, are you crazy? This guy can kick. Well, put him on the team. Well, the rest is history. So, anyway, I actually, um, what time is Jason on? Jason is on at 10.30. I actually wanted to discuss what I think is, and it's fitting because we're at the golf tournament, what I think is a huge story that nobody knows how to address, and I myself included. All right? And this has to do with the other, the, there's the PGA golf tournament, uh, PGA uh, level of play for the best players in the world. And now we have this new circuit called the Live Circuit. Oh, I love it. Okay, now here's the problem. That I don't understand, and I could be wrong, but I don't understand why people say that they shouldn't be in that or on that circuit. Like, okay, the guy who won their first tournament um, won $4.75 million for winning the in the tournament. No one even knows. I don't know if nobody's there, but... The Saudis are are backing, I guess, the finances of the tournament of the of the uh, the live circuit, and like who the person who won the Masters won two point seven. Like, okay, here's my question: If a Saudi radio station invited me to do a show and said they would pay me one million dollars a year, do you think I'd do the show? Plus, yeah. Plus, you can get endorsements. Right. Well, but my point is, there's a dis, there, there's people think that and I understand the PGA is mad, but but that, I'm not the PGA. I mean, I, I mean, um, they want to support, they want to see the PGA continue. But I'm just saying as a person. So the Saudis come and say, Homer, we'll offer you a million dollars to do a radio show. I mean, up until the last couple of weeks, I'm gone. 
But now there seems to be a premise that there's something wrong with taking Saudi money because of parts of their culture. I, I, I didn't know that. No, listen, like, Homer. Don't we have no. interaction with Saudis yeah. all the time? We buy our oil from the Saudis. Well, but not just the oil, just the interactions. Have, have I ever remembered, have I ever been told once in my life, hey, you know, don't do this. Because it's associated with the Saudis. Now, it started a little bit with China. But I'm saying, in my whole life, Homer, don't, don't buy that product. Don't do this because it's associated with the Saudis. I thought the Saudis were our friends. Like, in the Middle East, like, isn't Saudi, our fr- Saudi Arabia our friend compared to, like, Iran and other no, places? Homer, yes. you are absolutely, have, you, have you watched? I know you have. You watched the Little League World Series. Sure. They have, they got the Saudi Arabia team has, like, a whole bunch of Americans on it. Right. So, but now the golfers aren't supposed to take the money because it's Saudi money, right? I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm asking this as a question. Now, I know that can be dangerous because Jack Del Rio got in trouble for just asking a question and it cost him 100 grand. So I, I don't think this is going to cost me 100 grand. I hope not because I don't have 100 grand. Um, but anyway, so that's the part. So anybody on any sport, for example, let's say, I don't know, Major League Baseball, you know, the Saudis start a baseball league, and they offer um, Craig Council um, $50 million to manage a team. Wouldn't he take it? Yeah, he would. Just like I mean, anybody. I mean, back, what was the USFL that a lot of the great NFL Hall of Famers like a Steve Young and Reggie White, didn't they start in that league, Homer? Yeah, but, I'm, but the part of this is, uh, other than, like, you're, I mean, if the issue for golf is going to be, I would think, for the players, if they can't play in the majors, if they can't play in the U.S. Open, the Masters, then I'm sure that they, they might consider that as a factor. But um, Schwartzel is the guy who won. Like, I'm going to turn down money because it's Saudi money? Now, as I said, I'm asking this as a question because I've never heard that before in my life of anything not to do because it's associated with Saudi Arabia. In fact, in the list of places not to do stuff, I didn't even know it was on the list. And yet that seems to be an aspect to this, because otherwise, wouldn't everybody say, hey, of course people are going to take the money. Why wouldn't you take the money? I can play in, I can play in Omaha, and um, in the person... <laughs> There's no cut. The person who finishes last gets $120,000. Homer, it's it's so lucrative. I, I don't know if every player got paid like Dustin Johnson, but I'm assuming all these players got a check to leave to join the league. Way more than they expected. So do they take the risk that the the PGA will never let them back in? Maybe, but I would think that that could end up in a court of law. Like, what do you mean? I'm not... You don't. I didn't know that you own me, but I don't. I don't know those particular rules. I'll have to do one call. That's all. I'm just asking the question. The uh, hope that it doesn't cost me a hundred grand like Jack Del Rio. Like Saudi money is money I can't take if they offer me a million dollars to do a radio show. I mean, I'm up until this. I'm kind of hoping they do. I don't think they will, but like I would hope. Kyle, would you hope that the Saudis would offer you a million dollars to? Produce a show? Listen, Homer, I, I love good karma brands, but let me tell you, if I got offered a million dollars to produce a show, I would be out of here. Yeah. Maybe they'll need some radio for their live 
network. They're looking. Right? They are the looking for something because right now it's on YouTube. Yeah. So you you do it for a mill. Uh, I love good copper brands, and I would try to work something out before I took my million. Yes. And I do it for a mill too. So we, I do it for less than a mill. Now I do it for half a mill. Half a mill. Now don't be soft. The whole standard. I mean, it seems to me. It seems to me with this tour, whatever dollar figure you think, just double it or go by five. Like you know, to have to ask the players. Well, I would have done it for one, and they offered me ten, and I said, Nah, I need twelve. I mean, wouldn't you? Whatever they offer, wouldn't you ask for a little more? No, that's true. Hold on, I saw that Dustin Johnson got paid more oh. just to join the tour than Tiger Woods has got in earnings yeah, on the he, tour. That is ridiculous. Hundred million or something like that. It was like a hundred. I think Dustin got like a hundred twenty-five right. plus million, and which is yeah. more than what Tiger's made in his entire career golfing for earnings from winnings. Yeah. So if I if somebody didn't take it, like apparently they were interested. I think they talked to Jack Nicklaus or somebody. I don't know, like, um. There, there can be personal things in terms of the association with the PGA or something like that, but like, why would you not take it, and why would anybody be mad at those who did? Like, but you know, like, like I said, my, the question has to do with it since what I followed is that because to me it's just really simply like, why are they doing it? One reason: money. Everybody has a price in which it's so much money. Not on everything, but most things, were that you would do it. And, um, you know, I give him credit because none of them has mentioned, you know, I did this for my family to keep my, you know, I give it, I just, it's too much. No, no, you're not doing it for your family. You're doing it for your kids' kids. You're, you know, two, you're making so much money. You're set for life. Your kids are set for life if you want to. And now we're talking about grandkids or third generations. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if we have a, uh, we don't do a discount liquor Twitter poll question, but feel free to pass me in information where in America we've lived with any under understanding or belief that you couldn't take Saudi money. 1-800-990-3776. We'll get to the Brewers. I don't know how many they've lost in a row. I lost track at so many. I think it's eight. Just know this, because this is how I tease. Okay. Craig Council can lose 30 in a row, and he's not losing his job. As David Stearns is the general manager, I believe Craig Council has the job for life if he wants it. Yes, Homer said this team could lose 30 in a row, and Craig Council is still the manager of the Milwaukee Brewers, not just this year, but for the extended future. Next. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Hey, brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. Hey, sister, know the water's sweet, but blood is thicker. Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. There's nothing in this world I wouldn't do. This is Sunday Karma. I'm Homer, the number one replacement for Craig Karmazin, who normally does the show. And as is the case with all replacements, I don't know where he is. I don't care where he is. I mean, I hope he's okay, but... And you don't either, because if you like the show with him, you're kind of bummed that I'm filling in, as I'm always bummed when I listen to a show and the regular isn't in. 
I wouldn't have listened to that person. Who are you? Um, even if you know who you is. Uh, at the AmFam, uh, fantastic golf tournament, the Champions Tournament here in Madison. It's a great party. It's one of, they've just created this uh, event, and people love it. And I don't think you have to like golf or even know anything in golf to want to come out here and be a part of it and enjoy all the aspects of the uh, AmFam tournament. It brought a discussion for me about the uh, new Live Tour. The PGA has banned some people, and, and my question is, is that, uh, like, why wouldn't you do it? You... The amount of money is incredible. The winner, Charles Schwartzel, won $4.75 million for the tournament, I think, that was in London. And there seems to be being brought up the issue of, well, but it's Saudi money, and you can't take Saudi money. And I thought, my whole life, I've never once ever heard anybody say you can't do any do something because it's associated with the Saudis, when in fact I thought they were our friends, and I thought in terms of the Middle East, we should actually hope that it's Saudi versus Iran or somebody else. Again, I'm posing a question at the hopes that my question doesn't cost me a $100,000 fine like Jack Del Rio. Steve, you're on Sunday Karma. Hey, Homer. Good to hear you on a Sunday. Um, you know what? I know I shouldn't feel this way, but I can't help it. When I think of the Saudis, 11 of the 19 hijackers were Saudi. And I can't forget and I can't forgive, no matter what. Okay, but my answer is, in your life, have you ever had anything ever said where you don't want to do this because it's associated with the Saudis? Like, I don't know. what do, do, I, I mean, think, like, we shouldn't think, get oil think, from the Saudis or you shouldn't buy. I don't know what I would do if I was supposed to not to do something associated with the Saudis, but I mean, clearly they've been a part of, or, or some Saudis have been a part of things that were terrible, but were, did I miss this? Well, it's just that 9-11 is such a big part of our history, and it was orchestrated by Saudis, and it's just, it's just a bad look for Phil, it's a bad look for Dustin, and a uh, bad move for both of well, them. Why? Why? Nothing associated with the Saudis ever was a bad look before. Ever. Right? When was the last thing that was a bad look for the, to be associated with the Saudis in the history of this country that someone did? I don't think you can name one. And now, all of a sudden, with gold, oh, now it's the Saudis are evil and you can't take their money. When? Is there any? I don't think you can name one thing. How did it start today with the golfers? Well, you know, a lot of us just they haven't forgotten 9-11. Well, no, and I agree. But a- so prior to this, what change in your life has occurred as a result of your feeling about the Saudis? Have you done any? I mean, like you didn't buy this product or didn't do this or didn't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The Saudis got to have money in everything, right? Right? Yeah, well, so is there anything else yeah, the Saudis I, 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 have money in that you have protested or not been a part of? My answer would be, I don't think there is any. No, Why there's like, I think, yeah, but buying gasoline doesn't well, but measure they, the up Saudis to the... Well, Saudi's got to be a part. Somebody make a list of all the the companies or, you know, I mean, I don't know. They're, they got, it's got to, there's got to be huge Saudi money in a lot of things associated with America, right? In the oil industry, for sure. No doubt about it. I don't know what you could do as far as gas. I agree. I guess you would buy an electric car. But I'm saying the Saudis got to own banks, or the Saudis got to own, I I was thinking of places in Vegas. So um, 
I mean, I'm not objecting to that occur to it occurring, and people felt that way, like you do, uh, understandably so. But my point is, there's never been any once a behavior that's been questioned ever about an association with the Saudis over anything, right? You can't name one. I can't yeah, name. I, one. I... Maybe it's the beginning, but you know, I, I get why. I just. I'm not disagreeing with the facts because I think what you stated are facts. But has, has, has anything ever been said to anybody, any American, about any money? You can't do it. You shouldn't do it because it's associated with the Saudis. I, I would think not. Uh, and, I'm, again, I'm not arguing with your point or that people shouldn't feel that way if they choose to. I just It's never existed. Now it comes up because of golf? Really? So. Yeah, I, I, we're in uncharted territory here. Well, no, right, because because it's never happened before. Nobody's brought it up about anything before. Thanks for the call. Nobody even knows. You'd think we'd have a list. I mean, it's come up a little bit with China. You think we'd have a list of all the companies that the Saudis are invested in? But it used to be that if you were going to pick in the Middle East, the Saudis would be the ones you would give your money to as an alternative to Iran. Iran, however it said. Thanks for the call. 1-800-990-3776. I have violated state law for the past 30 minutes. have not said anything about the Green Bay Packers other than Donald Driver. We'll have to ask Jason Woolley, who's in the Giannis Club. We have Giannis and Steve Stricker. And I'm close enough that you're not going to say I'm late, aren't you, Kyle? Do I? Am I close enough? Or yeah, we'll, not? We'll, we'll take it. I, t- I gave Jason a heads up, so we're in between the heads up <laughs> you area. You said the number one sub is, which means we'll probably be late. Is that the way you put it? I, I, yes, he, he knows. He knows. Right. Well, he's going to be next. Jason Wilde. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Double wide, quick stop, midnight tea top, Jack and her cherry coat town. Mama and daddy put the roots right here, cause this is where the car broke down. Yellow dog school bus, kicking up red bus, kicking us up by barbed wire fence. MTV on the RCA, no AC in the vents. Jason Wilde is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. It's not the exact right time, but... It is time to talk with Jason Wilde. Does he have an official intro on Sunday, too? Guess not. What was that music? I know that song, but I can't. I don't know the title or the words. Mm. I kind of liked it. Kenny Chesney, American Kids. That is not the uh, genre of music style that I'm accustomed to on this program. You, you know, he's he's in Madison for a golf tournament, so I thought I might, you know, put a little bit, not saying Madison's country, but I, you know, I might be a, a good feel for the golf, you know, the golf course today. I can say this. In my life, I've never once referred heard Madison referred to as country. I've, referred, I've heard it referred to as liberal. Uh, I don't even know what's second. I'm sure there are. It's a great town. Uh, green. Green, yeah. But I like it. It's this is a Madison has moved on. It should be country because I think at the AmFam a lot of their big concerts have been country, right? The I would say so. I think Lady uh, A, I believe, yeah. was the act for this one. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. 
Yeah, so uh, I think Kyle's way ahead of the curve in uh, crediting Madison for being part of what it is, though it's never really been associated like that. So way to go, Kyle. Well, it took me by surprise. Yes. How are you today? Uh, I'm awesome. I'm uh, at the AmFam. This is a great event, though. I'm in the corner. This is the spot in the media center where I got in trouble one year. Because we have an angle to the driving range in which there's an area which has clearly been used by golfers. So when I came here one year, I said, this is great. I got some some range balls from where the pros were, came over here, and started hitting golf balls before the show started. That would explain why they put you in a corner. They they said, you can't do that. I go, why can't I do that? No one's here. It's the range. It's just uh, not bothering anybody. I said, well... The caddies are actually next to you, which is it's the caddy area. In fact, Colin Montgomery was is not a caddy, a player. He was just eating here a little while ago. I kind of wanted to talk to him, but I figured, nah, let's leave him alone. Um, I don't think he wants. I mean, it's seniors, and they're much the champions. They're much nicer. But anyway, and he go and I go. Well, what does that have to do anything with it? He goes, well, we don't want uh, the caddies hitting golf balls. Well, so they thought you were a caddy? Why not? Well, they, they, they had given no thought to it. They just said, basically, you can't do it, and we really don't have a reason why, but you can't do it. So today would have been perfect. I actually wanted to just test to see what would happen, but I didn't bring my clubs down here, and I'm left-handed. So I've, I've gotten old, and, and I've just gotten soft. Uh, actually, uh, someone, uh, Del Harris, once said that to me recently, not a couple of years ago. When did you get nice were his exact words? Um, wow. Well, yeah. maybe you need to change your name, like uh, Blue and... Uh, yeah. Or, no, yeah, Sepia. That's Roger's Homer. new name. It is Sepia, right? S-E-P-I-A. Sepia. Sepia, C- but yeah. Oh, oh, you pronounce it Sepia? Okay. Yeah, it's the color. Yeah. All right, Sepia. Oh. Yeah, that's the name we're using for him now on the show. Homer of Sky. Yeah, Homer of Sky, I think, would be good for you. That'd be good. But, but the key is no one cares about my name. They care about Roger's name. I can't wait and to see him the next yeah. time. Hey, Sepia! Do you think yeah, he'll know who I'm talking to? No, I don't think he will. <sighs> well, I'll make sure. I don't know where I'm going to see him next. I don't see him. Andy North doesn't have his event anymore. Was Aaron Rodgers right around? Oh, I didn't around? know that. Yeah, he, he went to some him. of them. He went to some of them, not all of them. He, was, of them. Clo- he was close to almost every one. There were 10, yeah. I think. But yeah. anyway, so well, when he, is Aaron Rodgers around? He's left now. Yeah, he's gone. He he made it very clear he was. Uh, I think his quote was minicamp, and I'm out. So they go back to Jordan Love running the first string offense uh, in practice when they go back to OTAs this week. Yeah, and again, I've admitted this week that I have no idea who he is anymore. So I have to ask this question: like, what? Why does he not want to go to these things? Um, yeah, that that is. Uh, it was because um, I know Tausch and Jesse were. Uh, I don't want to say irritated with me, but disappointed because I did not successfully get a line of questions into that effect, and uh, I, I really did want to. Like, what, what specifically are the benefits of not coming? Um, now I know he talks about how much to this team he, this year. Correct. Yeah. Because because I understand his reasoning about um, being 
with his body people, as he referred to them, uh, in California. Um, I guess they don't want to come with him to Green Bay for a few weeks. So I understand his argument there. I understand the recharge the batteries part of it. I, don't I think what he, that. well, I, I can, I think, you know, for those of us that cover the team, you know, for a lot of years, I, I sense myself needing that after the offseason program. Now, obviously, there is that window before training camp, so it's not like I don't get to recharge mine. no more mine. than you always needed it. Right. No, that's true for me. But, and again, my family situation is different, et cetera. But the, the part of this that, that I don't think Rogers appreciated because he made a kind of a snarky remark about how he thinks that that's just a, a storyline where it's the offseason and there's not much to talk about. And again, I didn't get to challenge him on it or go back at him on it, but it's exactly what you just said. This team specifically this year. Now, do I think personally that if you're a member of a team and the leader of a team, you should be there all the time every year? I, I do. I, I, I do believe that. But the point is with this team – with this group of players and the amount of turnover on offense. I mean, it, the turnover is not just uh, at receiver, right? Like Tyler Davis is going to have a larger role at tight end. We don't know what uh, Robert Tunyon's recovery is going to look like. Their offensive line, Lucas Patrick is gone. Uh, Billy Turner is gone. So there is, you know, there's some young guys moving into more significant roles and, and so when he poo-pooed the idea of being around all these guys, and obviously the, the highest profile are Sammy Watkins and the three rookie draft picks at receiver, you know, I, I, again, I, I, would, I would say if, if, you're, if you're being honest, you have to at least acknowledge that that's not just some sort of media creation story. That is a worthwhile question because of the dynamic of this team and the changeover that there's been. And so – Look, he, he obviously wanted – he did not want to uh, spend a whole lot of time with that. He was very dismissive about it. So I don't know if, if I had gotten a couple of questions in about it, if he would have been forthright or uh, expansive on explaining exactly why he felt the way he did. Uh, but, again, this is the approach he's going to take. I don't think any of us are going to say if they uh, struggle in, in, in the start of the regular season – that if he'd have been here more for the off-season program, that they would have started better. Uh, they do have a lot ample time in training camp, but you know, I, I just I, I look at I took I did not take many pictures during uh, the mini camp, but there was one moment toward the end of our shooting period where Danny Davis, who is the fourth rookie wide receiver, undrafted guy, played for the Badgers, ran a route incorrectly during their red zone period, and Rogers stopped him. And Samari Toure was alongside of him. And Rodgers gave them kind of this, you know, private lesson, if you will, on what Danny Davis did wrong and how he could have done it better. And unfortunately, you know, there would have been more of those opportunities. And I saw a lot of people respond to the tweet with the picture I posted um, that, that basically were like, he should have been doing this all offseason. And I don't have a great pushback for the folks that feel that way. Like, I, I would tend to agree with him. But he has his reasons, and he took the approach that he did. But those moments, you know, the problem with training camp for those moments, and this would be 
if if I had gotten the chance to discuss this with him, and if he'd have pushed back on me for saying, you know, we have plenty of those opportunities in training camp because that is what he said, I would say, yeah, but I, you know, remember I've been around here for all your training camps, and you have said many times that once you get to training camp, uh, the training wheels are off. And you're going to be a little more harsh about doing things the right way. And there was a training camp a few years ago where he really, I don't know if you remember this. I remember talking about it with you. I don't. It was, I, I think it was MVS and EQ and Jamon Moore's rookie year. It was 2018. And I will go back and find the quotes. But he publicly lambasted them for, like, not working hard enough or not being in their, their playbooks enough. I mean, he he really crushed him. I do remember that now. Right, and and it was again, the group. I, he never mentioned their names. The group, right? Uh, and and it was actually the group. While he also, on the flip side, praised uh, Kumaro, who was, you know, obviously new to the team, but not one of those draft picks. But he he used that as a major object lesson, and it was where he said very clearly that in training camp, we're not we're not going to mess around. You're either going to catch up or you're going to be left behind because we're getting ready for the season. And so if I had had that conversation with him, I would have pointed to that instance and said, could you have reduced the likelihood of having those kind of contentious, challenging moments with them if you had spent more of the OTAs here with them? And again, not even taking the snaps. Like, I am a proponent of, Jordan Love getting more work than Aaron Rodgers because if Aaron Rodgers breaks a collarbone like he did in 13 and 17, Jordan Love needs to be more ready than he appeared to be against Kansas City. But you could have a you could have moments where Jordan Love is running the offense and Aaron Rodgers is watching and he's on the headset like he is in preseason games, and he says to a receiver, "Here's what you did on that route. That if you're doing it with me, you need to do this." And so, again, this is uh, – I understand that for a lot of teams, uh, the Packers are not alone and OTAs not being that uh, important to their veterans. Uh, but as you stated at the very beginning of this discussion, with this team this year, uh, I think that there was, there was a missed opportunity. I don't think it's going to be the difference between them making a Super Bowl or not or starting fast or not. But there were some missed opportunities there that he could have capitalized on that he wasn't there to do so. That's oh, all. I definitely think they could start slower because of it. Um, the, the, Maybe. The, the part of it is that he would certainly agree, sepia. I got that right. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't. Yeah, you, you nailed it. Now. I, I wish I was there. And how many times? Or would he then not respond to a question to sepia once he realizes that's what's being said. Uh, but anyway, he certainly knows, as everybody knows, that the amount of time players have with their teams has diminished because of the latest contract with the players. So the right. need for any time is greater than it's ever been before. No doubt. And and that's his you know, that that's part of the argument that I I think yeah. people here the, the the issue that I had with how and he, we're out of incredible respect for how much his information helps. Like it's not, and, he's and, not getting and, mad and at how them. It's not about being a mad. Leader. It's right. about we have seen how right he is and how right. much that helps. 
Right, and educating them. And he said he said one of his favorite lines during this conversation at his locker last Tuesday. He said there are two offenses. There's the one on paper, and then the one that we run with me on the field. And so again. And I feel like we've talked a lot about this, and he's dismissive of it. So I, part of me doesn't want to be overly dismissive. I also don't want to spend as much time as I guess we've chosen to. But when you I've say said. that there are two, when you say there are two offenses, one on paper and one we run on the field together, when I'm out there, then you should probably be there so you can teach them more about what the offense looks like when you're on the field with them, right? You know, like, uh, yeah. What I've come, and again, I used to call him Richard Dick Rogers, no more. I would like to thank him for his new girlfriend because I can only say I just wish Sepia was more like Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's that's all I can say. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and and that was, was, again, that was the question that I had promised I was going to ask and didn't get to, and that was you were virtually perfect attendance for every off-season program. Is yep. To the point where Mike McCarthy, for the 16, 17, and 18 minicamps, gave all the veterans with six years of experience or more off because you got so much done in the OTAs. So if that's how dedicated you were to OTAs before, why not be that dedicated now and have the opportunity to then say, okay, we don't need you for the – I mean, different coach, different philosophy, I get it. But I, I just – it is so big of a departure from what he did before we had uh, before we had COVID and they wiped out the offseason that I just don't – the logic behind it is hard for me to understand. But, again, uh, it's next week that OTAs are over. Uh, Jordan Love will have benefited a bunch. And we will see whether or not Aaron Rodgers choosing to take the approach that he did ends up being uh, detrimental or not. I doubt that it'll have a significantly detrimental effect, but you would like to know what it would have been like had he chosen to go the other way. Um, Last question because we're out of time, but is rainbow a color? Because if Rodgers is sepia, I like to be rainbow. I like rainbow. I like I like, it I like it better than I like it better than Falcon. Uh, is rainbow I think, I think we can work. I can work with that. It I, is. It okay. is not. It is a series. It is a spectrum of colors. But you're kind of a spectrum of. Yeah. No. So that if I if I called him sepia, I could say, hey, you can call me rainbow. I'm okay. I, I like this. I like. Uh, you know, if it's, it's a new world, then then you have blue, your, uh, whatever they are, your significant other or what a girlfriend, what. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I got to sell. Like, see, and not everybody's following this as close to life. She used to be blue on earth. She went on Instagram and said, I'm blue. Just blue. She shortened, shortened it, I believe. Yeah, her, her, her Instagram handle was blue of earth. That's right, all I, but know. I think she went on it and said she would prefer to be called just blue. Well, Somebody has to check that. I would prefer that you were called Falcon. So Okay, all right. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> All right, Homer. Take care. Be good. Yeah. The conversations I'd love to have with Aaron Rodgers. So, Sepia, I'd prefer to be called Rainbow. Now, someone can check 
because we had someone call in on the show, the normal show I do, 2 to 4, that said that she put on Instagram that she would refer and thought people were kind of out of context calling her blue on earth or blue of earth, whatever that is, God. What is it, blue? Blue. Uh, crazy. That's what I call it. Crazy. No. Do you think she's crazy? <laughs> she's different. Yeah. Yeah, but but I like, I mean, blue shorter. You, someone will have to go on Instagram and, and, and find out the action of this. But I was told by someone who called that she's asked to be referred to as just plain blue. And so we have blue, sepia, and rainbow. Do you have a particular uh, color that you would uh, like to be called, Kyle, for the show, just to kind of be a part of it? We'll take a break, and you can give it some thought. Yeah, Homer, you know, I, I don't have a particular one. Typically, uh, the color the color I'm used to hearing is black. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, you could go, right, Ebony, right? There are choices. Okay, all right. I don't, I'm not even going to ask where you got that one from, so I'm just going to leave that alone, Homer. What do you mean, leave it alone? I, I, the, the, the magazine, right? I mean, isn't... Yes, Ebony, the magazine is no longer in existence, I don't think. Wow. Well, I just went Don Hudson old again. All right, we'll get colors. We'll get it figured out. Feel free to call in 1-800-990-3776 today as your color name uh, rather than your own name if you have come up with one i'm 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 fired up about rainbow rainbow formerly known as homer with you next you're listening to sunday karma with craig karmazin on espn wisconsin and wisconsinondemand.com it's sunday karma with craig karmazin on espn wisconsin and wisconsinondemand.com He's not here filling in his number one replacement, Rainbow, formerly known as Homer. Yes, we're using colors now. Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, supposed girlfriend, is blue. Um, And then we're now calling him Sepia because that was the suggestion of the color. I don't even know. It's like, I don't even know what color it is, but uh, that's my new name for Aaron Rodgers. And then Kyle, um, I think Ebony, formerly known as Kyle. I'm not sure that I have his approval on that. I'll, I'll uh, you know, Ebony, you know, nope. We can go with Ebony. It's a beautiful, beautiful name, beautiful color. Now, I, had, I just want to let you know, Kyle, uh, I've come to the observation that I have lost it. But I don't know how much I've lost it. I've lost it to the point that I have to write everything down. Wednesday I was in the Pro-Am, and the Pro is Sean McKeel. Now, when I play in Pro-Ams, inevitably I get to know the caddy more than the player. I don't know why that is. I played once with Tommy Armour III. He was discussing Augusta with the pro, and I was discussing Perkins or Denny's with the caddy. I just feel a... And anyway, so Sean McKeel, I met, and I was talking to his caddy, and he had an accent. So we were deciding whether he was from England, Ireland, or Scotland, and it turns out that he was from Australia, which I should have thought of. But anyway, uh, we had a good conversation. I told him that he could be on the show at 10 o'clock on Sunday. And I would have had him on. I didn't. Uh, Sean McKeels won a major event. He won the PGA in 2003. I don't really want to talk to him. I want to talk to the caddy. Well, I see him this morning. He's on the putting green. And I didn't even have his name right. I think I called him Andy. And he said, is, is Andy around here? He goes, no, no, no. The, um, my name is Tony. And oh, that's off. That's terrible. Terrible. Like, anyway, I don't know. As is often the case, you think they remember you, but they really don't. They kind of, and, and he knew I played tennis. And uh, But anyway, he, he couldn't come on, and 
he kind of had to act like he remembered me, but he really didn't. But the sad part was like, this is somebody I met and I liked, and I can't even remember his name. And like two or three days later, I like like to have to carry this book around to write everybody's name down. And at some point, I'm afraid I'm going to have to write down your name, and then I'm going to have to write down my name. And it's very sad. But um, so he couldn't come on the show because Sean McKeel was teed off at like 940. He would have been fantastic. It's like um, he's like he's got to be 65 or something like that. And I've always thought that I could be a caddy. I'd be a. But then after I was a caddy for like a week, I'd go, you don't need me. This is a waste of your money. What do you pay a caddy 10 percent just to have somebody out here to talk to? But so I think I would fire myself. But um, shouldn't you be able to remember? It's just I mean, I could. It's just terrible. Um, but anyway, back to the Giannis Club. A uh, great portion of the show uh, because with Steve Stricker, this being the event, he's, well, I said Steve Stricker is one of the rare people that's in the Giannis Club. Somebody that's a phenomenal athlete and just a phenomenal person. There are there there still is not one negative story about Giannis that I've ever seen. And remember that when somebody's famous, somebody could tell a negative story, and it could be not true, just the foundation of somebody being said by somebody who's a knucklehead. So you can't prevent bad stories, even if you're really nice. But I don't think there's ever been one. Have you ever heard a bad story about Giannis? Ever? Not yet. Even the last one, it's like he's in, he's in L.A., and he's saying, you know, wow, this is expensive. And people don't say, Giannis is ripping off L.A. restaurants because they're so expensive. No, it was presented like, hey, Giannis loves Milwaukee because, and as rich as he is, he still, you know, has a concept of what money was like when he wasn't as rich as he is. So part of it may be just the way it's presented. And so I said, Steve Stricker and Giannis in the Giannis Club, you suggested Donald Driver. I say, given the standard is so incredibly high, the fact that you think of someone right away is a really positive note. Someone texted in Jim Gantner. Uh, Somebody sent in on Twitter, I think, two outstanding choices, Robin Yount and Hank Aaron. Um, And I would say I would I would. I would put them in for sure. Um, I've told people this, that if you can ever go to an event where Robin Yount is speaking, you want to go. He's the best speaker of all athletes, current and former, because he'll say anything. He'll, he'll answer any question truthfully, uh, and there will be something that's said. I was at an event years ago for uh, Make-A-Wish, and there had been, they'd been there 10 years, and he was the guest, and I said, he'll be the best you've ever had. Like, yeah, right, Homer, you always exaggerate everything. Yeah, no, no, he'll be even better than what I'm telling you is. And then he got done, and the guy went over and said, you're right, he was even better than you said he was, and you said he was amazing. So go to an event. Yes, I put Robin Yount, Hank Aaron on the list, also suggested Donald Driver, Jim Gantner, and um, now, see, I didn't write everything down, so I feel like I'm forgetting one, but... um, It is the 7 at 11, and you get to do it, right, because you do it, Every once a month or something like that? Nope. It's only when I uh, complete the list. And the last time you did it, I completed the list. So with you, I, I get to go next. With uh, Craig, I've been coming up one or two short these last oh, couple so weeks. Oh, so now then do I try to answer yours? Now you will try to answer oh, it my, so at mine, yeah. Oh, because I, I did the one with Ben Bruston. I couldn't even remember the current quarterbacks for for Wisconsin. If I can't remember people's names, how am I going to do well this? All right, I'll give it my best shot. So do I give the phone number now? People can call in after I mess up. All right, 1-800-990-3776. Next.
This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.